the station that loves to play Irish. Beat 102-103. New album on the way, which I'm buzzing about, Sitting Pretty. 10th of Feb, um, announced it there yesterday, and a brand new single as well, um, My Very Best. Tell us, I suppose, a bit about the new single. Are you buzzing for it? Yeah, it, it feels like it feels like kind of the emotional center of the album. It's uh, it's my favorite track off the album, and um, yeah, it's like the the last one that's obviously released now before we have uh, the full album out there. So hopefully, people really get a sense of uh, of, of what the record sounds like. Absolutely, it's the fourth one, isn't it? You had um, what was my? You had uh, pushing up daisies and don't take it personally. I love don't take it personally. I absolutely love it. Um, but from a first listen of the new track, I get kind of that Nirvana kind of come as you are kind of vibe from the chorusy kind of modulation at the start. And actually, it's very like Brian Adams' Run to You. I was that like, you know, it's very very cool. I love that kind of chorusy effect. So I suppose uh, the new album still pretty. Is there um, or sitting pretty? Sorry, is there? Any kind of artist in particular that you know you had a big inspiration from writing the album this this time around? Uh, I think we definitely had a few kind of acts and stuff we were listening to, but um, it's definitely broad. I wouldn't say it was a specific kind of genre that we wanted to land in. We had, I think we had a lot. We had a lot of songs, and our main objective was to dress them up with arrangements that were correct and like not forced I think was like the the initial plan we had and um, that took time I think we spent a lot of time like my very best for example went through a lot of different kind of you know outfits and um, and even that that chorusy kind of modulation riff was like one of the last things that got added to that track really? that was kind of a, yeah that was kind of a flavor we added at the end we so basically it was, had it as a it sounded like the cards mm. and then we were like this sounds great because the vocal melody is so important but yeah. we were like we need to put something in and then yeah that riff just kind of out of nowhere kind of happened you know yeah no it's a great tune um, I looked at the music video as well my very best let's do Varna and the kind of start of it I was a bit confused is there any kind of meaning do you want to explain that for people maybe who don't know um, what the start of the music video kind of means and sets the premise for the whole video going forward the, the premise of the music video introduces you to um, Willie Daly the traditional Irish matchmaker and it's um our, our good friends Ronan and Hope who direct our music videos um, pitched us this incredible idea of what the track would look like over um, yeah kind of a rural Irish matchmaking festival and we've always we've always been very proud to be from Ireland we've always been very proud to be kind of from down the country so like I, I feel like that's a side of Ireland that maybe you don't get to see in like music videos yeah. here aside of anything you don't get to see in music videos so it just it felt like it really complimented the heartfelt nature of the song and how emotional the track was and seeing people just being vulnerable and, and looking for love and uh, and being open about it it felt like it really suited the sentiment of the song so it just felt like a match made in heaven yeah it's just as you said you know it's just it centres around being Irish and I suppose there must be something up in the water up in Mullingar because there's so much that's come out of Mullingar like you've had the Blizzards you've had Joe Dolan you've had Foster and Allen best friend is from Mullingar so I love going up and looking at the little mural of course Nile Horn and uh, five years ago as well uh, Tales from the Backseat cannot believe it's been five years not just saying this because I'm talking to you but probably one of my favourite Irish albums of all time I absolutely yeah. adore it still can't get it on vinyl which I, I'm trying to find it 
everywhere. Even everyone else, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I don't have one either. That <laughs> makes me feel better, Craig. And of course, um, Act On My Age DP, which is brilliant as well. But I suppose my question is, five years ago, it was your debut album. Is the songwriting process still the same going forward for Sitting Pretty? Or did you totally reevaluate, sit down, new techniques with a kind of melody first or riffs, bass lines, drum beats? Um, we, we didn't force anything. It, it was very important to us for it to feel like a natural progression. So we didn't we didn't sit down and, and say like we need to do everything completely differently to how we did the first album because that, that would have felt too kind of forced. So yeah, I think it started. Songs start the same way they always have, which is a couple of chords and a melody, maybe yeah. for myself, and then we. The, the thing is we, we, we know each other so long and we've been playing so long that I think at this stage we're very confident and comfortable with our musicianship that we don't need to really, we know what we can do in the studio and that's still a learning experience but we kind of know what what it takes to kind of make a song kind of land in that place where it makes us all feel good so um, we just kind of knew if the song could be played on an acoustic guitar and sounded good that way well it's only going to get better then when we get into the studio so no, it's still a pretty traditional. Some sometimes a song starts a little bit weirder, like with a, a loop or something. But yeah, we're we're mainly focused on a good song and yeah. that it, it sounds good on a banjo or a piano or a anything acapella, you know, Triang- triangle. Exactly. <laughs> um, is there any songs um, on the new album that was an absolute pain to write that you just couldn't figure out? We have this. I just don't know where to go with it. Or was there a song that maybe was just you know five minutes, ten minutes? We know what to do exactly with this. There, there was there's a track on there called "Step My Way," which started as like kind of a a Beatles-esque 1960s kind of um, yeah. ballad, and then we weren't sure if it was going to make the album, and then we decided to dress it up in kind of a different um, a different outfit, and it became more of like a like a Paul Simony, like 70s inspired kind of thing. And it, it was really interesting because that was quite an old song as well. So to watch that song go through all its different uh, versions before we arrived at a place where we like, we liked the sound of it. We liked how Craig sounded singing on it and yeah. the, the flavor it added to the album. So that was a particularly interesting one to see how many different versions it went through before we arrived at the final. It was version. a funny one because I actually think like sitting down and writing it was probably the quickest song on the album, but the trying to make it belong with everything else yeah. was, was definitely the hardest, I'd say. Yeah, I'm just going to get into the real kind of nerdy musician kind of stuff because I play guitar myself and I remember, I think, was it Matt on your Instagram during lockdown was doing the tutorials and I remember learning why can't we yeah. be friends and stuff on the guitar. And I was like, this is deadly. But um, I suppose for there's only two years here now, so for Craig and yourself, Stephen, was there any piece of gear, like maybe a pedal, a guitar or some sort of plug-in software that like, was a main staple on this record that you just couldn't go without? Or was it just trying different bits and pieces like a Les Paul on this or a Strat on this or a different Yeah well like we, we definitely keep it quite traditional as far as drums, bass, guitars and we have fun with those like varieties of guitars and drum sounds and stuff like that but um, as far as like fun little tricks like Nick our producer is a very wacky man when it comes to uh, recording and producing and he has some plug-in co- it, it basically made the track homesick and um, actually, I think it's called effects tricks, and he was using that pretty much like so. We all kind of like would just watch him on the computer chair, just doing all these wacky stuff. Um, but mainly, we kept it very live and completely. Just, Do you know what was yeah. really fun, and you'll probably be interested in this. Uh, 
we recorded the album in Snap Studios in London and something that's really unique about there is it has an actual tile room for reverb so no that way. was really interesting that we yeah. could like send individual instruments or tracks or whatever into the like the real tile room and uh, and hear the like real yeah without real, uh, a pedal and so that was, a, yeah. that was yeah. something we didn't have on the last album completely yeah. something as kind of natural as that and you can really hear the space in some of the reverbs which is uh, which is a really cool thing that is absolute madness I'd love to try that um, look I always ask this to everyone I interview but um, I always like to know what other artists are listening to so is there any band or singer that you're listening to right now that you just have on repeat 24-7 I'm going through a lot of phases right now. Yeah, I'm um, I'm a nightmare for uh, just random playlists and stuff, you know. So um, one one half of me is listening to The Replacements and Big Star on a loop, um, and I feel like they go quite nicely together. And then recently, I don't know if you heard the album, but I got obsessed with um, Preacher's Daughter, the album by Ethel Kane. No, I haven't <laughs> got onto that one yet. Yeah, for my money, that is the, the best album of last year. I definitely highly recommend it to uh, to anyone who hasn't heard it yet. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of uh, the Blue Nile and the Waterboys at the minute. Lovely. I kind of wet leg I started listening to last week and I'm really enjoying that as well. But look, lads, um, new single is out now. Um, my very best. We're playing it here at the station. A new album is out sitting pretty on the 10th of February and also dates for a UK tour. I'm um, looking here, kicking off uh, the day the album releases in Glasgow, Manchester, Birmingham, London. When in Ireland can we see us very soon? I remember I saw his first time, I think, EP at 2019 on the Today of M stage, so I'm buzzing to get back to see us. So can you give a little insight or can you say yet? We'll get in trouble if we say anything specific. <laughs> but I definitely will say we haven't we definitely haven't forgotten about Ireland and if you keep your ear to the ground you'll you'll know quite soon. Perfect. Well they're on Twitter, Instagram, everything. Go give the lads a follow. The Academic from Mullingar in Ireland, a brand new single, my very best out now. Lads, thank you very much and all the best with the new album, alright? Yeah, Thanks, so Thanks so much. The station that loves to play Irish. Beat one two one three.